We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And here's a tweet from Pop Tings at the Pop Tings, one of the uh, Pop Crave, Pop Base family of Twitter accounts. Halle Bailey and E-list rapper DDG are rumored to have broken up. This is not so much breaking news because of the rumor that they broke up, but because DDG responded to it with a tweet that said, E-list rapper, kind of funny, not gonna lie, LOL. If Pop Crave is the New York Times, all of the like pop spinoffs and the film updates or whatever, all various versions of, you know, film updates is variety, Pop Tings mm -hmm. is like BuzzFeed. Everybody gets like their own varietal of like how much they're able to editorialize or how much they want to editorialize. And mm -hmm. and Pop Crave is Google News. Pop <laughs> calling, calling uh, him an E-list rapper is is pop tings is spin on this it's their style guy also this rumored i mean where so, give me a source 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 they don't know? have a source no there's source. no source anywhere they never source i mean they never have to source but they they never do a lot of them source in the follow-up tweet which i think is fine but you should really put the source in the main tweet but also people will send me information they'll be like i'll be like where'd you get that and they'll be like this tweet and i'm like read the handle and they'll be like, oh, yeah, the Pop Tings. <laughs> like, is that your god? <laughs> oh, it's the, it's the Pop Tings. It's happened like 40 times with DJ Louie. I'm like, you can't send me Pop Tings tweets as facts. <laughs> but the funny thing is, Halle Bailey is in the middle of like, what has to be one of the craziest promo cycles possible. I don't, I really do not think there is a worse promo cycle than being the star of a Disney movie. Like in terms of the pressure, the rules, the expectations, the boundaries, yeah. the 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 history the just mm -hmm. everything the scrutiny yeah, yeah yeah yes you have Halle Bailey being interviewed by every single person with a Twitter account and magazine including people 
they do a sit-down video interview with her and get this headline out of it. Halle Bailey on her fairy tale romance with rapper DDG. Young love is, quote, transformative. She absolutely did not say that about her boyfriend DDG, whether or not they're broken up or not. She was talking about Ariel and Prince Eric. She was talking about the Little Mermaid. (laughs) Absolutely the most. And what's funny is I'm calling the Pop Tings unreliable source that's people that is such a bad headline that is such a misleading headline i know it's about Halle bailey and the little mermaid but if this was about literally anything else that was maybe slightly more important it would cause an uproar it is so misleading yes yes that's like if you were interviewed at the premiere of titanic and and you and you said it really is a tragedy. And somebody said Bobby Finger on his marriage <laughs> to, <laughs> to his husband Josh. It's, quote. It really, it really is, is, a, is a tragedy. God, I'm like I'm already crying. <laughs> I'm like, tell me that's not what this is. I mean, it's not exactly what this is, but it's not it's far not, from it's what not this exactly is. what that is. But it's close because. The transformative line is, she goes, I feel like things change when love gets more involved in your life. I have definitely discovered more within myself as a woman. It's a really cool thing to go through, but a transformative experience. She's talking about the concept of love broadly. She's talking about love as a feeling. Right. She could be broken up with him already. So like. She could be. Yeah. Because when they ask her about whether or not, which is insane, but I guess it makes sense given what she's promoting, asked whether DDG, again, his name is Daryl. (laughs) Just call it's him such Darryl. a good name because his yeah. name is Daryl. Ask whether Daryl has the makings of a real Prince Charming or Prince Eric for that matter. <laughs> Bailey offers a sweet Prince. smile and a laugh. Quote, people love to talk about this. She says, yeah, I'd say that. And she is like, I'm not even coming close to confirming or denying anything mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Who else broke up? <laughs> well, the reason why this is in here is fans wanted Halle Bailey to break up with him because he said some not amazing things and they were kind of like, oh, we don't love this for our girly. Along the mm-hmm. same lines, Billie Eilish and Jesse Rutherford broke up. It was reported in People. It was confirmed. Again, I'm mad at People, but it was confirmed by Billie Eilish's rep. And mm-hmm. that and a really funny statement. relationship went on for, what, four or five minutes and now they're broken up and everybody's like, yay. Meanwhile, like, who mm-hmm. cares? You know, literally, who cares? The statement reads like a telegraph. We can confirm Billy and Jesse did split amicably and remain good friends, period. All cheating rumors are false, period. Both are currently single, period. <laughs> That's me getting that in Morse code and being like, all right, I thought like you were going to send me something about like the wind speed. <laughs> the Titanic <laughs> has struck an iceberg. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Seriously, mother, stop. <laughs> you know, all cheating like, rumors are false. Non-stop. Stop. Both are currently stop. single. Stop. <laughs> Two more pieces of breaking news because there's a lot today. Number one is just a headline. I did not click it, nor did I ever want to. Okay. A Just Jared exclusive. Got it. Quote, David Gridley, ta- <laughs> David Gridley talks it. filming his first Hallmark Channel movie, comma, the best thing about working with Cindy Busby and the time he got lost in Zion National Park. Slay. Exclusive. Love that. Okay. And then the last bit of breaking news is something that I time stamped and I have to play it again. Let's go back here. So people around the house, like in your friends and family, they call you Taylor and they just call you Tay. Yeah, we've kind of got boy Tay, girl Tay going oh, on. How many times are they going to talk about this? This is their number one talking point. And he literally mentions Taylor Swift every time. And still, this is the number one talking point they're going to bring up. 
Oh, so you both are named Taylor? That's weird. The Taylor Swift stuff did get pickup, though, because he made that did. quip about John Mayer. I just think it's funny that, like, we have a world of gay couples that could have possibly the same name and often do. And mm-hmm. yet this one straight couple is the one getting the like, you're, so you're both named Taylor? That's fucking weird. <laughs> is this the interview on the Today Show where they both also said they love mental health? They love mental health. Okay, yes, it's that's that all I need interview. To know. That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. Wasn't the line actually, we love mental health? Yeah, literally. I'm not misquoting. We love mental health. Who doesn't, really? As you said, we both love mental health. This, though, is working because there's a comment on this Today video that seems so earnest and it has 35 upvotes. I really love how Boy Tay naturally allows Girl Tay to shine in this interview. She's so lovely and caught my attention. (laughs) People are listening. People are like, we'll call you Girl Tay and Boy Tay. I refuse. I refuse. You are listening to Who's There, our weekly call-in show, where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. We have one comment today, so let's play it. Hey, Lindsay Bobby. I had to call about the non-Priyanka thoughts and the billboard of it all. So the caller mentioned that there were two billboards that both had Priyanka on it for two different projects. Something that's really common in Hollywood is to bump up the egos of producers or actors or actresses, things like that. They will actually purchase billboards that are close to the home or on the route from home to work of people so that they think that there are billboards all over the city, but really it just happens to be that the areas that those actors or actresses drive in have their billboards all over the place so that they feel like they are having a ton of publicity. So it is very highly likely that the caller lives near Priyanka and Nick or near a project that Priyanka is currently working on and that those are billboards to make her feel special. That's all. I'm French. I've heard this before. I've heard this before, but I've only heard it in regards to executives. I've never heard it in regards to actors and where they live. I think it makes way more sense to to do an executive thing, put where where Mm -hmm. they live, you know, but... That's only when the billboard feels kind of out of place or why is it a billboard. Two huge Priyanka Chopra things would make sense to have billboards. I don't think like right. I don't I, I it's not suspicious to me that they have billboards, right? No. It would feel suspicious to have like two billboards for Sam and Kate, that movie with Sissy SpaceX daughter and Dustin Hoffman's son. With like that movie. You know? Yeah, totally. It would that would feel weird. Like a right. big hit Amazon show called Citadel and a rom com which, to be fair, is a flop, but they didn't want it to be a flop. Right. They wanted it to be a huge hit. It just wasn't. Those seem very reasonable to me. Does advertising work? Just did, you know? Did I see Love Me? I forgot. I didn't Love see again. it. <laughs> Love I again. didn't see it. I didn't see Love that either. <laughs> I saw Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. Cute movie. Oh, I need to see that. Cute movie. And we're seeing Book Club 2, the next chapter on Sunday. Can't wait. I fucking can't wait. Where's my ticket? Where's my ticket? I was going to say, I saw really good Citadel ads in a subway station. <laughs> this is amazing. This week. <laughs> it's one of those takeovers where they put like ads for the same thing all over the subway. So it's like all these different spots for Citadel ads to be in. Some of them are like... Richard Madden and Priyanka Chopra. Some are just Richard Madden. Some are just Priyanka Chopra. Some are the some other characters. Citadel, and they were everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. And then some are the other characters. I love and that. so when I was leaving the station, there were like, I don't know, five, six turnstiles to leave. And I was on my way out. And each turnstile had a different Citadel face. So you chose the one, obviously, you wanted to go through. 
Priyanka, Richard, a lot of random side characters. I chose one of the random side characters. I chose Leslie Manville. I walked through the Leslie Manville turnstile. <laughs> it was incredible. Amazing. I almost stopped to take a photo, but there was like there was a crowd of people. It would have been really obnoxious, so I didn't. But I walked through Leslie Manville's tur- turnstile. Yeah, I didn't even know she was in that show. Good for her, honestly. Good for her. I know. That's called paycheck, you know, they, right? They always need one. We talked about this recently. You need that prestige. She probably is like very serious, really yeah. intense and intimidating. Yes, of course. You know? I'm thinking about her and don't take my kid or whatever. She's like, you can't take this kid. Let him go. <laughs> Let him go. <laughs> that movie, if you haven't seen Let Him Go, oh. That movie. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's a stunning movie. Leslie Manville, one of her greatest performances, in my opinion. Sorry. Oh, you go to hell. <laughs> Literally her last line in the movie. Let's play some actual questions. Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, long time, long time. Uh, so today I was reading about the the four cover models for the uh, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, and I'd heard of three of them. Uh, they were Megan Fox, Kim Petras, and Martha Stewart, obviously. But then the fourth one was this woman named Brooks Nader, who I've never heard of. And so I started Googling her. And not only is she a model, but she has three sisters, and two of them are models. The fourth one's not. I guess she's like a banker or something. But, um, yeah, they're just like hot sisters who are up and coming in the fashion world. And I was wondering if you knew anything about them. Um, I really like the one with, like, the Frida Kahlo unibrow thing going on. I think that's very neat. Um, but, yeah, just uh, just wanted to ask about the Nader sisters. They seem like the right kind of who's uh, for you. Um, Okay, that's all. Uh, Crunch, crunch. Bye-bye. What I love about these Sports Illustrated covers, and I think it's really smart strategy, is now that we're in the celebrification of media where everything has to be a celebrity or it won't sell, according to people Mm -hmm. who do anything in media, it's kind of annoying Mm -hmm. because it takes away from kind of, I don't know, having a cover that is slightly different or doesn't showcase the face or ass of a celebrity that people know is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So you That's have, more about what it's about as opposed to being about the celebrity. Yeah, or it's about the bathing suit or it's about whatever the person is showing or the house mm-hmm. that they're in or, mm-hmm. or the scene or whatever. It's like for some reason we've really abandoned because of because print media is not something that people collect anymore, kind of buy anymore at first glance. It, it's all celebrity, celebrified. So what I love yeah. what they do is they do these four – cover issues where <laughs> every girly gets a quarter of the sales and it's three women you know Megan Fox Kim Petrison Martha Stewart of bona fide celebrities yes and then you have your actual cover star this model named Brooks Nader who <laughs> was discovered as part of the brand swim search in 2019 and who looks straight so out of funny. like she looks like CJ from Baywatch I mean she's giving Pamela Anderson like it's no true. one has since Pamela Anderson when yeah. you look at the covers, the other three, which are, like we said, Martha Stewart, Megan Fox, and Kim Petras, a great little array of, of women. But they look like themselves. And they look like 2023. Yes, they do. They, they say really swimsuit do. 2023 on top. If you took the date off, you'd look at that and say, these are covers from the 2020s. Sports Illustrated doesn't typically put people as old as Martha Stewart on it. They don't typically put trans people on it. Kim Petras yeah. is the second person who's trans ever on the right. cover of this magazine. Megan Fox does not count in that conversation. Megan Fox doesn't really count. <laughs> You look at, but even the what she's wearing and the way that she's styled, she looks like she's in this current era. You look at this photo of Brooks Nader on the cover of Sports Illustrated in Takeaway 2023, you'd guess it's 30 years old. In a, I mean that as a compliment. But then you also get the fun press as to who is this new person and who's who the this fuck new fuck sexy lady Nader? on the cover of, <laughs> no, I like that. Yeah, I do too. 
that adds like a little bit of an element because I don't want to talk. I'm not going to be talking about Megan Fox, Martha Stewart, or Kim Petras. Although mm. the mainstream is going to talk about Martha Stewart because she looks incredible, and that's great mm-hmm. for them. But I want to talk yes. about Brooks Nader because she is, as the caller said, a great who convo starter because she's a model. And she has four sisters, three sisters, three sisters, there's four of them. Three sisters, three sisters. Three fourths of them are all models. And it's really (laughs) fucking funny. The extent to which they look like your traditional model is almost comical. It looks like it's giving AI. (laughs) To To the point that they all look so gorgeous that... I went to their father's Instagram and I said, I got to know what this guy looked like. <laughs> I got to know who produced these models. And I scrolled yeah. all the way back and you bet I saw an old picture of him and you bet he was a fucking hunk. His name is Bro. Yeah. B-R-E-U-X. They are from New Orleans. Guess what? They're from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, You mm-hmm. have, ready? You have Grace Ann. You have Sarah Jane these names you have brooks but brooks used to be brooks claire but she dropped claire i just i figured that out brooks claire and isn't and, there mary holland and that well mary holland works at deutsche bank she's the only one who's not a working model but will she mm-hmm. model in every single article that they write about these four sisters of course she will i did go to instagram and the comments were like your sisters are models like good for you for using your brain i was like fuck you this comment that's so rude i know that's so rude i know i know the other nader girl is the story you saw in bellow mac <laughs> that's about that's about the woman who works at deutsche bank yeah it's like let's ignore the three women sisters who are models and talk about the one sister that works at deutsche bank if anything that's less interesting you know mm-hmm their conversations, I want to read this whole paragraph because it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Their conversations could be about Brooks Nader's 2022 SI swimsuit shoot in Montenegro, or they might be sharing their favorite NYC spots with Grace Ann Nadler, who most recently moved to the city after graduating college and is rep by Ford Models. Sarah Jane Nader, who is also rep by Ford Models, <laughs> is probably playing Connect Four against Mary Holland Nader, a wealth management analyst at Deutsche Bank. Exactly. While it remains mystery who won the game, one thing's for sure, the Nader sisters are taking NYC by storm. The Nader <laughs> sisters are taking NYC by storm. They are. They're taking it by storm. Okay? <laughs> So what is great about this is just four sisters, three are models. Brooks, I guess, if I was wondering she's if her name had come up lately. before. She's had media moments. She, in 2019, she, I think, briefly dated Justin Theroux, like after he broke up. Well, like a while after he well, broke up with was... Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, but they were spotted. I think they may have just shared a train. I think they shared no, a train. No, but then they were, sp- they were spotted holding hands. According to onlookers, the actor and the bikini model were spotted holding hands at one point and were very chatty mm-hmm. during the hour gym session. Yeah, maybe they were just training together. They, I think they were just training together because she was already dating the person that she ended up marrying. Oh, Billy right. at the time. Not that that means that they couldn't have been in an open relationship, but I do think it was a case of just sharing a trainer. And they had been together for like three years at the time of their wedding in 2019 because yeah. I watched this horrible video that is you still did. on YouTube of their, yeah. of their it had like 3,000 views and it's like their wedding that was at some, I, I don't know, some place that probably had a fraught history that I was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, I, no, I'm sure. It felt a little weird. The yeah. other time she was in the news was what about a year ago? I'm so glad you found this. She did a series of Instagram stories that got picked up by people because they were about how scary air tags are. Yeah. She said that someone used this. an air tag. 
someone hid an air tag in her stuff when she was like hanging out in Tribeca, I think. And it kept saying like, you're being followed. You're being tracked by someone else with a different Apple account or something like that. So she was raising awareness of the fact that air tags can be used to stalk and harass people. Mm -hmm. This was a big moment when the air tags were being vilified. I laughed out loud at something that's obviously you. I could tell it was you and not Timmy. What? You screenshotted her like highlighted Instagram stories and said, what a life. (laughs) Because three of them are Maldives, Maldives 2, Hamptons. (laughs) Wait, but actually, can you go to her Instagram? I think this actually would be funny and read. I mean, there are like 20 different like... Instagram curated because these are the what do you call these the little like galleries the highlights the highlights the, um, oh, they actually have a stories name. highlights the stories highlights she has different ones and they each have their own label <laughs> like she downloaded like labels for them there are so Can many you just so read we have them all because each time you update one they reorder themselves so it's kind of out of order but yeah yes just read them SI swim search SI rookie wedding travel recipes Maldives, Maldives 2, Hamptons, <laughs> Out East, SI 2021, Fashion Week, Home by BN, Family 2, Travel, Another 25, one. Super Bowl, Family, More Work, SI 2022, Summer, Cabo, Island Girl with a U, Mountain Life, France, Oscars, Nader Sisters, and the Nader Sisters graphic is great because it's four sexy silhouettes. Work. Work. City <laughs> City Harvest. Maldives. Which is should be Maldives 3. No, there's Maldives finally, 1, Maldives 2. <laughs> and then Maldives. And then finally, SI Cover. Okay, we need to consolidate. This girly needs to consolidate. You can't have Maldives three times and then travel. Nader Sisters is making. Wait, why was why does she have one for Oscars? I'm gonna click Oscars. Did she go? She probably went. Let's see, let's see. Oscars. Yeah, she went to the Oscars. Okay, I told you. (laughs) Why would there? That's like me making a highlight for watching the Oscars. (laughs) (laughs) Oscars. Oscars. Okay. Guess what? She looks stunning at the Oscars. Yeah, she's a f- these girlies are stars. The Nader sisters are stars. The Colpo sisters better watch out. First of all, there's only three of them. <laughs> so these girls could kill them. <laughs> like, the fact that these four women exist sort of means that the Colpo sisters have, like, I don't know. It's like they shed their Colpo exoskeletons and then came out as, like, as a Nader sisters, m- more evolved version of but themselves. But they spawned you one know, more like, sister, though. Like, that's the next generation. We got one, one went, more like, sis. <laughs> Okay. And split in two. And now we have four of these sisters. It's just oh like, it's God. too much. Next time we'll get, next season we'll get five. It's giving Cronenberg, honestly. <laughs> so, oh my God, you're, um... looking at them is giving Cronenberg. <laughs> I love it. No, I love them. I mean it in a good way. I yeah, mean no, obviously we love, I love Cronenberg. What are you talking about? Yeah. Which Nader is this that you put? Is that the, um, the, the sister? Which H- Nader? H-, H Nader? H Nader? Oh, Would that be uh, Mary Holland Nader? H-Nader Which Nader is, is that? Han- is Hannah Nader. Nope, there's no Hannah Nader. Who's H Nader? Mary Holland Nader? Yeah, she's the she's the smart one. <laughs> but she was just congratulating Oh, Brooks. she's the one who's Deutsche Bank. Yes, and that was my proof that her name was Brooks Claire. Or her name is Brooks Claire, but she changed it to Brooks Nader. She took off the Claire. 
Mary Hollinator, 417 weeks ago, posted a photo of Brooks Claire on Instagram and said, so proud of Brooks Claire. Now she's off to Tulane. <laughs> yeah. One went to LSU. One went to Tulane. They're all go, you know, it's, it, I went through the whole parent's Instagram because I wanted to see that their dad was hot. And guess what? He is. Yeah. Okay. Next call. Now that it's getting all cold, there's nothing like wrapping yourself up and you're like, blanket on your comfortable mattress you really notice how comfortable a helix mattress is in the winter well because you're spending more time in your bed because it's cold mm, you're so cozy and you don't want to leave i'm always checking the dock in bed i mean you're just like in bed all cozy look like type typing on the laptop mm -hmm. doing fake work reading a little mm -hmm. book it's the only place to be especially if you've got a helix mattress there's nothing like it they have 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Elite Collection. They have a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers. They have mattresses for kids. And of course, you take the quiz to find out which mattress is right for you. And then it ships to your door free of charge. And if you don't like it, they have a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty. So you can try it out and like return it if it doesn't work for you. I have the Midnight Lux, and it's so freaking comfortable. <laughs> And Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for hooligans. So go to helixsleep.com who and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game! with the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work, having a blast in traffic, having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only. So don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 18 plus subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com and 615.24 void where prohibited. Bobby, Lindsay, Timmy, what's going on with Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby? I'm seeing a lot about their quote-unquote feud on social media. I recognize their faces, but would love to know more about the drama. Me and Greece, crunch, crunch. We recorded a segment about this on um, Monday, Monday. Then we cut it because it was boring. Halfway through, I was like, wait, this isn't interesting. But I can do this succinctly because it doesn't stop the news of this. Like, if there's anything sort of interesting about this, because a little bit of it is kind of dark and something that I would almost say, oh, we should skip it because it, like, kind of gets dark. But then ultimately, it's about PR strategies, people not following kind of tried and true PR strategies, and resentment that comes from that. So, like, there is a rumor that there's a feud between these two ITV morning show hosts. So, Holly Willoughby and Philip Schofield, how long have they worked together? Since 2009. So it's been so it's like years. Years. Over a decade. It's the show this morning. We've definitely played clips we from have. the show I recognize, before. I recognize them a lot. I compared him to Baz Luhrmann and her. I said, look yes. like, who would I say she you, looked like? 
I already forget. Did you say she looked like? You said Kelly Ripa. Oh yeah. You said Baz Luhrmann and Kelly Ripa. They do. It's sort of like what if you toned down both of those people and made them people you could conceivably like know in real life. These people could work at a store that I could enter, like Kelly Ripa and Baz Luhrmann. I'd go in a store and be like, "This is not a store. This is a. I'm on TV. I'm on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like if I went into a like William Sonoma, I could conceivably see these two people being like, "Hi, welcome. Yeah. Right. We love this. Our store." If Baz Luhrmann said, welcome to me inside of William Sonoma, I would... You would be like Ron Glad in Jury Duty. You'd be like, this is a reality show! <laughs> okay. So you they've been that, on the air together for over 10 years. Okay. By the very nature of their jobs, tabloids love talking about like perceived alleged tension between the two of them. Perceived This has alleged. been happening for years. Perceived right. alleged. So yeah. it's not surprising that anyone in the British press, which again, if you think the US press is mean, the British press is meaner. Yeah, sure is. They will be like, oh, there's tension between these two. Trouble in paradise. They hate each other. But like their story's kind of interesting. Philip actually came out as gay and he's like middle-aged, you know, like he's in his 50s, I think. And he came out, oh, thank God I have Holly by my side. We're the best of friends. It was a few years ago. They got into a minor scandal when the queen died because everyone accused them of cutting in line so that they could see her body first. And then they were like, no, we didn't cut in line. It was like, they cut the queue. They cut the queue to see the queen. They cut the queue. Funny. So like they always get in like a little trouble that's like pretty funny. But but a couple of months ago, Philip left this morning. He took like a temporary hiatus. Uh-oh. And like, I guess for a while, no one knew why he was gone. He just had a fill-in. And I think the fill-in person was a woman because that comes into play later. So Philip wasn't around. Come to find out the reason Philip left the show temporarily was because his brother got accused of like child sex crimes. Like oh my really disgusting God. stuff, right? Ew. Not just accused, convicted. And okay. I think he's like been put away. So That's he's been fucked. convicted of like admitted sex abuse against children, right? Ugh, awful. It was awful to the extent that Philip had to release a statement that was essentially saying, I disavow my relationship with this person. He's no longer my brother. I think that was one of the lines like, he's no longer my brother. I no longer have a brother. This is disgusting. Obviously, it's abhorrent. No, I'm done. So when he comes back, people start noticing a tension between the two of them. And everyone's reading too much into it. And they're like, wait, now that Philip's back, it seems like they don't like each other. They definitely don't like each other. And then they bring in all of the body language experts in the UK. And Body language expert Judy James said Holly looked painfully uncomfortable while Philip appeared childly sarcastic. Then rumors start swirling that Holly is mad at Philip for not telling her that the reason he was leaving was because of the crimes that his brother committed. And it's like, oh, you should have told me. Instead, I found out when the public found out, right? So that's the rumored source of the tension between the two of them. Another rumored source of the tension between the two of them is that she's alleged to have thought that she had better chemistry with one of the new, like, fill-in hosts than she did with Philip. That's better. That's good. Philip was there first. When Philip's first co-host left, they filled her in with Holly. So he's the old man on the block now. So sore people are suggesting that she wants fresh blood. She wants Philip to be replaced maybe by a woman because she thinks it would be a better show if there were two women. Okay. Again, Holly has not said one fucking word about this. These are all rumors. This is all rumor. Okay. Right. So this is where things actually, I think, to me, get interesting. I'm sorry, but you can't replace a classic gay guy girl <laughs> duo. <laughs> You can't. I mean, you can't. I mean, speaking from experience, you can't just. Re- you, you can't, can't do just, it. You can't just. You can't just. You can't do improve it. on that. That's the. That's the epitome. That's the top. That's culture doesn't get better than that. <laughs> As I mean, two people 
who have no skin in the game at all. No, this is. I'm just saying I'm not biased, but I'm just saying like it doesn't get better than that. And to even think you could replace a gay guy girl duo with just two women? No, absolutely not. No, (laughs) no, No, sweetie. I'm not listening to two women. Two women? women? (laughs) No. No, 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 Come into full swing ever since yeah. he returned. Now, yeah. here's where things get really weird. Yeah, where's the PR about it? Phil releases a statement. Oh, no. He says, you can't replace a gay guy girl duo. Uh, it must be a gay guy girly duo. The gay, it cannot be girly girly duo. Everyone knows it's that it must be gay guy girly. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay, so what's That's his what he statement? says. What's his statement? King Charles rested his little scepter on my shoulders and said, it must be gay guy girly duo on morning on morning television. Um <clears throat> He said, he released a long statement that I couldn't find in full, but like everyone quoted little bits of it. But the statement from him, from him to the son said, the last few weeks haven't been easy for either of us, right? He's not just talking about himself. He's including Holly in the statement. I have empathy for him. He, that's a really hard situation to be in. That's his brother. He didn't do anything. (laughs) Right. As I have said before, Holly is my rock. We are the best of friends. As always, she is an incredible support on screen, behind the scenes, and on the phone. Holly has always been there for me through thick and thin, and mm-hmm. I've been there for her. Wow. So now the new rumors that have resulted from this oh. are that Holly's what? pissed off that he released a statement because Holly's lawyers, I guess, according to these rumors, think that he's doing it to get ahead of any tension that Holly may ultimately reveal directly. So she's they're saying is that he released that statement to get ahead of what actually might happen is she wants to replace him and that actually might come out mm-hmm. and then yes. he looks like kind of this guy that's being abandoned by his girly BFF. Best friend. Exactly. And I'm actually right. like that kind of rings true to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's starting to ring true to me. Like the fact that he released the statement is very weird. Yeah. Well, the statement should have been from both of them if it was in response mm-hmm. to the rumors of there being tension. They could have released a statement yes. that just said, hey, or honestly, release a statement. They have a talk show every day. They could have said on their talk show, yep. we are a lot mm-hmm. of rumors about us. They could have done the Wendy Williams. A lot of rumors about me, but mm-hmm. I'm fine. Look at me, which turned out she exactly. wasn't. But, you know, they could have said, like, we're fine. Like, we're hosting this show. Yeah. Like, we're fine. But this story did not get interesting to me until he released a statement because now it's like, wait, that is actually genuinely kind of weird. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, that's what's going on. So wow. watch the space or don't. <laughs> I don't know. We, I was going to say. We don't have ITV. Watch ITV. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any skin in the game either. Back to the States. Hi, Weekly. Why was Olivia Wilde at Colton Underwood's wedding? Uh, thanks. Bye. Olivia Wilde, like, cannot win, <laughs> which is... In a way, a little tragic, but in another way, pretty hilarious. Part of me is like, I have empathy for her in which like everything she does recently is going to be looked at like scornfully because there's just like this pallor of negativity over her. But then I'm also like so much of what she's done so far and and so much of her kind of overall vibe really does stem from her own actions and kind of revealing herself to be like an annoying person i have to say to olivia wilde's credit why this wedding dress stuff who the fuck are we to say that this was rude when every piece of evidence we have makes it clear that this was an inside joke between olivia wilde and her friend 
Jordan C. Brown, who just married Colton Underwood. No, I believe that she didn't just wear a wedding dress. To Everyone's like, how dare that bitch wear a wedding to no, a gay no, man's no. And wedding? And she would have bragged like, about it if joke. it wasn't. Yeah, right. it, obviously. But it is funny for Olivia Wilde, of all people, to brag about doing something a little bit annoying and tone deaf, considering this girl just went through an entire press cycle where she was kind of annoying and tone deaf. She hasn't learned the the the, the supreme lesson of like, going away for a little bit she's yet to go away for a little bit well yeah the dust hasn't settled right like the dust hasn't settled she went to the met gala and wore the same dress as somebody else she keeps on pulling attention to her and the attention is Mm -hmm. not going to be positive because of that like she needs to just like chill for a sec i would literally be like or go to the wedding chill or go to the wedding go to the wedding go to the wedding go to the wedding Go to the wedding. Go to the wedding. And don't post. And just enjoy the wedding and be one of the supportive random celebrities that they list off that were at this wedding, which is fine too. You don't need a PhD in like Twitter response to know that if you post a photo of yourself in a wedding dress at a gay wedding where the two people getting married are not wearing dresses and you say, wore a wedding dress to a wedding just so I could make a joke about it in my toast. To know that people are going to, like, get mad about that, even if it's undeserved, right? But also, now I'm thinking, like, maybe her toast, because, again, I didn't know that it was for a gay wedding. Maybe her toast is like, no one at this wedding's wearing a wedding dress, so I thought I'd wear one. Like, I thought it it could be funny, and maybe it could be referred to her own, like, divorce. Of course. Like, it, I bet it was hilarious. I bet everyone laughed. Olivia Wilde, one thing I believe about Olivia Wilde, I bet she's funny as shit. And guess what's <laughs> nice about a gay wedding? You can wear white. You can wear white. You can wear whatever the fuck you want at a gay wedding. That's what makes it fun. Well, not every gay. I mean, come on. Some, you know, not everyone is so yeah. allowing yeah. of. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but at this one. Well, mine, you could wear whatever you want. Yeah, I did. And I did. But I did not wear white. I didn't even think to right. wear white. I should have. And I would have made a great joke. Ugh, I should have. And I have to thank Olivia Wilde for wearing a wedding dress at this wedding because yeah. it's the only thing that made it interesting. Another topic. We talked about this on Monday and cut it because you were like, boring. We can do it better on Friday. And by the way, we could because we of this are. Olivia Wilde stuff. Well, I also didn't see this People Magazine exclusive. I mean, it was only like yesterday Colton Underwood was closeted on The Bachelor. I mean, it just feels like we've come so far. And now he's marrying the first guy he publicly dated, Jordan C. Brown in Napa Valley. Quote, mm. I've never been more sure of something. <laughs> that kind of is a little bit of a dig at like his last fake public relationship. Yeah. Just like listen to him. And also when we recorded on Monday morning, this people, the people exclusive existed. So yes, people saw that Ronald Reagan's daughter got married, did an exclusive. And then they went right back to gay marriage. And <laughs> when we recorded, they only had the print story. But since then they released a video that's 14. 14 minutes long. I can't. I can't with a 14-minute video. I literally can't and didn't watch. <laughs> it's 14 minutes. This is how it opens. This is how it opens. Listen. 14 minutes. We met at a party in downtown LA about two years ago. Uh, we were both invited by friends. Um, yeah. Every, yeah, it was it's such a fun night. and It was Oscars night. Obviously, I thought he was super cute. And... Um, I don't know, I just didn't put a ton of pressure on it, and I think more so than like first impressions, it was just like this sense of easiness. It's so boring. In a way, I kind of liked the video because I didn't watch The Bachelor. The man is, 
to quote Sophia Petrillo, the man is as gay as a picnic basket, and oh I'm obsessed God. with it. Oh <laughs> I'm like completely obsessed with. I mean, his hindsight journey. is 2020, <laughs> but you know, it was people really did not know. People really were a little bit gagged. People were, you know, he's like comically good looking. We'll never forget. He also let's just not bury this. He also kind of harassed. The girlie that he oh, chose at the, at the Bachelor, and he he kind of she had to get like a little restraining order against him because he kind of wouldn't I leave her alone because about that. he clearly was doing a little bit of spiraling in terms of his own mm-hmm. maybe realizations and identity and dragged her into right. it. And she was like, yeah. "I want nothing to do with you. I want nothing to do with this." So to kind of have this now perfect oh we're perfect married gay couple mm-hmm. like give us our fourteen minute long people exclusive. It's a little 14 like fourteen minutes. Yeah, well, they, I mean, I'm sure they got a lot of free stuff. You know, this feels very, it's giving free. It's giving free stuff. The three-day affair planned by Ashley Smith events, Uh (laughs) you know, like down to the event planner. Literally. And then you have, this is really funny. I want to play this clip because at the wedding they had this. They have like printouts of like random gay people in history. One thing that's really important to both of us is we've created this loving, we're calling it our loving walk. Um, and it's really inspired from this coffee table book that I was gifted after I came out called Loving, and it's these images of men in love throughout history, and they're really well done black and white photos, and we blew them up and put them on canvases, and we set them around the resort on the walk to get to where we're having our ceremony when he came out someone gave him a coffee table book of gay people he love. was being deprogrammed he had to co- this is like it's that true. was part it's of nice. his deprogramming yeah, i'm sorry right. nice. bobby there's probably a picture of your ass in the book <laughs> there's probably I a picture of your dumb ass in from your wedding in the book who gave him the co- the coffee table like when i he did comes out and they give him a coffee table book it's so I actually just funny. sent him the, I made a book just with photos of my friends and I sent it to you him. You sent him a shutterfly. I did. It was very easy. I called it loving. It's it was just, really easy. It's just your gay friends. I'm glad he enjoyed it. Then he's like, there's a random girl in it, but I just like kind of didn't look at her. And it's me. <laughs> anyway, anyway, a random girl. To answer the caller's question, why is Olivia Wilde there? She's old friends with Jordan C. Brown, who is Colton Underwood's husband. Okay. Yes. And what is he? He's like a political strategist. But I think he also he is in Hollywood circles because he lives in L.A. and he'd be at a part an Oscar party that Colton Underwood would be invited to. Feels a little yes. like yeah, yeah. He's in Hollywood circles, but I think what he does is he works for politics. He's worked for like a lot, obviously like Democratic campaigns, like Hillary Clinton and Obama's campaigns. I think what he does is sort of like he gets. Celebrities, celebrities to, yep. to be out politically outspoken. Yes, I think so. I think that's his job. And I think it's like non-profit-ish and lobbyist kind of adjacent. To, like it's all kind of, again, I don't work in this industry, so I don't know how you actually have a job doing that, but he definitely does that. There's like a photo, like an old Instagram hipstamatic photo that looks like for, it's from 2012. Like it looks like it's from the Democratic Convention from maybe 2012. And it's him and Olivia Wilde. He definitely like... On behalf of Hillary, called Olivia Wilde and was like, will you do this video where we, like, scat? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like, sing a song and, like... <laughs> will you tell your followers to vote for Barack again? Like, will, will you, you tell the world... Joke, will you be in this joke movie where we, like, sing a song about Hillary Clinton, you know? Will you do this? <laughs> we love America! We love America! Yeah, she did do that. She loves America because of 
Colton Underwood's husband, I think. We love America. We love America! At the reception, the guests <laughs> dined family style on salads, vegetables, steak, <laughs> fish, and pasta. Quote, a lot of spicy margaritas, says Brown, of their specialty 21 Seeds tequila cocktails, which included two cucumber and jalapeno-infused drinks dedicated to the couple's dog, Scout, and Zuka. Salads? Vegetables? <laughs> steak, fish, vegetables. and pasta. What are you having at your wedding? Well, we're having vegetables, Salad, among other things. vegetables, <laughs> steak, fish, and pasta, and lots of spicy, spicy margaritas made with specialty 21 Seeds tequila cocktails. My favorite, my favorite thing about Jordan C. Brown is that what? when you Google like Jordan C. Brown, and it says people also ask, which people also ask is always it's hilarious. Telling. It's but, very telling. But the but the people also ask here is very much people being like, is this guy rich or something? Like <laughs> he must be rich because all the people also asks are, quote, what does Jordan C. Brown do for work? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who is Jordan C. Brown? How did Colton Underwood meet Jordan C. Brown? How old and how is much Jordan does, C. Brown? How old is Jordan C. Brown? How much does Jordan Brown make? Which I have is very to say, much like you're making fun of rich, Google, right? but this is me at a party. <laughs> I meet someone, I go up to Bobby, I'm like, what does that guy do? Who is he? Mm-hmm. How old is he? Is he engaged to Colton Underwood? How does he even know yeah. Colton Underwood? And how much does that guy make? And you're like, okay, enough with the yeah. questions. It's like rude. <laughs> No. Yeah. The only the only question it's missing is like Zillow listing for place. Yeah. It's you know? like, yeah, uh, th- that comes after how how much does he make? Uh, what do their parents do? Mine is very like, wait, exactly. what do their parents do? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Wow. Anyway, um, what do their parents do? Let's move on. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time for you to get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit. A game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback, and did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hi, Weekly. Long time, long time. I just saw a trailer for The Idol, and I know that he's a them, but I just thought you might like to know that he's going by Abel, The Weekend, whatever his last name is, like The Weekend in quotes, which is just interesting because he's not doing a Lady Gaga and being Lady Gaga everywhere. He is credited as Abel, quote, The Weekend. So, anyways... Crunch, crunch. Weekend is a them, but I thought this question is interesting, and I actually think it's an interesting decision that he's made to reclaim the name or just bring the name back and be like, I'm dumping the weekend, and now I'm just Abel Tesfe. While he is saying, I am, cha- you know, I'm going by my given name for my acting. The poster of the movie, the poster of the show is still selling him as Abel, quote, the weekend Tesfe. Because, of course, mm-hmm. it's giving Aquafina vibes where they're like, we're going to have you sell your you ha- you can't get rid of like the, the way that people know you, even if you eventually want to do that. Although he mm-hmm. has said, like, 
I'm moving on from the weekend. Uh, I'm going through a cathartic path right now. It's getting to a place where I'm ready to close the weekend chapter. I'll still make music, maybe as able, maybe as the weekend, but I still want to kill the weekend, and I will eventually. I'm definitely trying to shed that skin and be reborn. So it's like Mm -hmm. he isn't sure whether he's going to not be the weekend in his music, but he knows that his real name is going to be what he uses for acting. And maybe for music too. Like if he's able, yeah. I think it's more about like if he's able, that's a you know a pun, to, t- to have his real name mean as much to people culturally as his stage mm-hmm. name, like marketing wise. Yeah. Yeah. It's just funny that like we've gone through so many iterations of this. So like- We really have. We really have. When I see this, the idol poster, the quotes to me, even though there are plenty of examples where people- don't do this. The quotes to me read like this is the first stage in a transition that ends with him just being able test faith for the rest of his professional life. I don't know. It's giving it's giving Chris quote ludicrous. Chris Bridges, ludicrous Bridges, who, right? Because in every fast movie, he's Chris over. ludicrous Bridges. Right. He's still, exactly. but, but he's still on tour, touring with Janet as Luda. He's still ludicrous. Some people do transition over. Like The Rock famously transitioned was Dwayne The Rock Johnson for a little bit. Now he's just Dwayne Johnson everywhere. Right. Well, also, you have Curtis 50 Cent Jackson who on power and like... When he acts, he's Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. But I also think that people still use it interchangeably, colloquially, especially for The Mm -hmm. Rock. No one's saying Dwayne Johnson. They're saying The Rock when they talk about The Rock. And then in a movie, they're going to recognize that name as meaning The Rock. Like, it just works that way. But a lot of, and also I was thinking a lot of musical artists just went by their musical names without and did not look back. Gaga, for one. Ice Cube. Aquafina refuses, you know. And she mm-hmm. didn't come from music, but she came from, like, joke music on YouTube, so she counts. Eminem yeah. went by Eminem and 8 Mile credits. Like, it, LL Cool J still goes by LL Cool J. Like, these people did not claim their names. And even you could argue like Madonna and Bjork went by Madonna and Bjork in film. They didn't even add on their last names. Yes, that's still their, yeah. their stage names, but they weren't like, like Cher wasn't like put on her last name. She's still Cher, yeah. you know? And if anything, yeah. you could argue, yes, that doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't say that like people wouldn't recognize who they are, but by not adding the last name, you're still kind of the superstar persona. They didn't need to shed the persona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking of other examples of this, you know, like like Flea is Flea in the Big Lebowski and Meatloaf mm-hmm. went by He's Meatloaf. Every time. He went by Meatloaf a day, which is literally his stage name plus his last name. It's almost like if the weekend went by Weekend Tesfe, you know, mm-hmm. so which is both That's funny. best of both worlds in a way. It's funny that Lady Gaga, it will always be Lady yes. Gaga, like that we've talked about that a million times. She refuses to go to Stephanie and Aquafina kind of kills me too, although I think me. there's like there's there's kills power me. to it. Even though like the thing about Aquafina that surprises me is that there aren't many Noras in Hollywood, so I feel like Nora is a unique name. Like it still feels special cuz that's just not but mononymity is so powerful it is it really (laughs) is and part of me thinks that some of these artists see themselves as their performance persona is all inclusive of all sorts of performances meaning when i'm an actor when i'm a singer when i'm doing anything in terms of performing as a public persona i want to be gaga i want to be aquafina and then nora and stephanie that's just for me that's when i'm a normal person that's my friends call me nora exactly so to me it's almost they're separating out all the entertainment from that persona 
Like mm-hmm. Gaga is the performer. She's not the musician. She's the actress. She's everything. Yeah. Abel, which I think is a little bit more kind of like he's like, I am such a, you know, like it means something a little bit different to me where he has no private persona. He doesn't want that private persona. Everything is on the table. That's an interesting distinction. Yeah. So Abel can be the actor. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you put Halsey when they were in um, A Star Born. Born. They went as Ashley. Halsey's credit is Ashley Frangipane. <laughs> yeah, which is hilarious because they were playing Halsey in that movie. So it's weird to be like, Halsey right. is Halsey, credited as Ashley Frangipane. It's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. But also they're about to um, star in the new Pearl movie. So yeah. maybe that Halsey was getting ready to be Ashley Frangipane in other... God, I gotta say, like, Halsey should go by Halsey. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know who briefly changed their name and then went back? Who? Think about it. A movie where a pop star in the vein, honestly, of Halsey tried acting, was quite good in it, acted under their government name, and then went back to their stage name for everything. I have no idea. We who? saw it together. Who? And it wasn't good. Who? In 2012, we saw this movie. Pink. I- Alicia Moore. Oh my God, you're so right. The movie about sex addiction. Yes. She was briefly Alicia Moore. Josh and then Gad. she said, you know what? Yes. She said, you know what? I'm Alicia Moore. And then she said, never mind, I'm pink. I think that's, she literally that's funny. said, that's a like, funny narrative. I'd rather be pink. Like, I'm mm-hmm. more. Alicia confident. Moore is like, right. that name isn't going to do it. No, but I also <laughs> that think that name is she not going to do it. Maybe had the realization that, first of all, I don't want to act because I'm bad at it. And she was. But also she was that, good in it. That, no, she was good. Okay, that movie was a fart. Remember Josh Gad had a sex addiction? Yeah, he would like take... Like upskirt photos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very bad. So... Alicia Moore was fine. But I think she was kind of just like, I'm like pink is like a really good all-encompassing thing for me. And it doesn't make mm-hmm. me feel disconnected from myself. Right. She was wrong in a wrong way there. She... Yeah. What? Are you quoting a song? Raise your glass if you oh are wrong in all God. the right ways. I was like, she, that she makes was... no sense. What are you quoting? Being Alicia Moore was was a wrong decision in the wrong way. You know? You know? If you are Do wrong you know? in all the wrong ways. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. I think if anything, though, if to take it back to a who that Never be, never be. Okay, this, what? <laughs> people, you only have conversations like this if you are like a huge them. Because the the risk of throwing off an audience it's a is risk. only when it's yes. already such a cemented audience. And you don't want to take that risk unless you are certain they're going to follow you wherever your name goes. But that's why I think of all of these people that we've mentioned, Halsey has the most opportunity to be Ashley and have a film career. Because while I think Halsey is a them, they still kind of have not as huge of a name recognition as, let's say, Gaga to mm-hmm. be Ashley, to do whatever. Yeah. And also the Halsey-Ashley thing is like a funny little Easter egg too. It's, it's so like when funny. I act, I'm this. When right. I sing, I just, I wiggle sure. my letters around and then I'm, I'm Halsey I'm very curious. Again. Yeah. The weekend things, the weekend seems, things seems really like a stretch and that guy seems like he changes his mind about his artistic vision every five minutes. But TBD, mm-hmm. and TBD on this show is even worthy enough to have him have a continued acting career. Or directing career mm-hmm. or whatever he wants to do. More than like a lot of the movies that are going to be at Cannes, I'm so interested in knowing like... Is this good? Yeah. Is The Idol good? Yeah. Because I know that The Idol will be... Everyone's going to watch it because it's like... It's getting a lot of hype. It's getting a lot of attention. It's getting a yes, lot of promo people marketing. are going to watch it. And like people yeah. are going to watch it whether or not it's a train wreck. Yes. But like 
what what kind of train wreck will it be? Like, yeah. what kind of train will it be? <laughs> no, and it's a know. double-edged sword, meaning it is, a, it is one of those hard pieces of media about famous people, which is very difficult to do. And mm-hmm. like a fake pop star is very hard to do. And starring somebody who is not an actor by trade, which is also very hard to do. So it's like mm-hmm. this very TBD. And he's not even playing the superstar. It's giving Vox Lux. It could either be Vox Lux or it could be up. or it could be a star is born and it will go it could go either direction. And honestly, the 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 Rolling Stone production takedown of this show, I feel like it got lost because what oh, show no doesn't have a fraught production? No these one days? gives a fuck. Kelly Clarkson. Shit. Everyone working on Kelly Clarkson was like, this show is misery. And it's like, I kind of feel like that was a collective yawn because we're hearing it left and right these Wait, days. Wait, I want to talk about that on the you know? Patreon. Can you remind me to talk about that on the Patreon? Okay. The Kelly Clarkson Yeah, we'll talk thing? about it on the Patreon. Okay. We'll talk about the Kelly Clarkson thing. Okay. Um, but I just think it's interesting. I think there are so many stories of that. And I think that's part of the Writers Guild strike too. It's like the way that the writers are treated on set. Are they allowed to do things? The way that they're like, there's a sort of um, dehumanization of workers in hollywood broadly sure and i think it's making sure. people kind of yawn when they hear stories about it let's do some rapid fire questions okay. quick oh my god the return of name blindness i had to pause because pause and pod the whole time you were talking about marcia gay harden i thought you were talking about melora harden and i was like huh she's really into wallpaper okay whatever um, and then you played the interview, I realized I had made a great mistake. Um, so do you think Melora Hardin knows who Marcia Gay Harden is and vice versa? Crunch, crunch, shuffle. Do I think they know? They definitely know who each other is, who each other are, who each other is, who each other is. <laughs> How am I not myself? Who each other is, right? <laughs> Does Melora Hardin know Marcia Gay Harden? Yes. Yeah, for sure. They're like the same. They're like the same genre. And vice versa. Does Marsha Gay Harden know Melora Harden? Yes. 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 Not only do I think that they know who each other, who the other one is. That grammar is really making my brain break. I wouldn't be surprised if they were in each other's phones. They're probably friends. Oh my God! You're if saying they're not they're friends, friends, they should be. Okay. If they're not friends, they, they would should get be. along great. To be fair, I think Melora Harden would get along with a tree stump, but I do think they'd get along great. <laughs> And also, you know, Marsha Gay Harden's like four queer children love Melora Harden on the bold type. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Of course they do. (laughs) Mom, can we get Melora Harden wallpaper for the guest bathroom? Mom. (laughs) Mom. Mom. (laughs) Mom. Melora Gay. Can we get Melora Gay? Can we get Melora Harden? Melora Gay Harden. (laughs) Melora Gay Harden. If Marsha Gay Harden were my mom, I'd only call her mother. (laughs) Mother? That's the truth. (laughs) I'd call her Mother? Miss. I'd call her Miss Gay because I think it would be funny. Oh. So who is Demir? Zelda or Link? Um, let's do chocolate is salad. Crunch, crunch. Let's do chocolate is salad. Picking, it's like those TikToks with the water bars where they're like, mm, and they're and they're going through all their little water flavors, and they're like, mm, mm, let's do sugar free mango today. <laughs> like, mm, let's do chocolate is salad today. Here's our sign-off bar. So, so it's true. It's like a it's like a buffet of dementia. Um, let's do Lindsay Podcaster. Um, okay. So, Link or Zelda? There's an obvious answer to this, which Tough is that question. Zelda is obviously the Vemir name. 
but Link is the themier character, and people always call Link Zelda, which is like the huge you know misnomer. I know and I, don't, I did. And I don't think anyone really cares that uh, Link is Link and Zelda is Zelda, but I do think that people who play the game, which by the way is breaking records, breaking records. What records? <laughs> Wait, which records? The top selling game of all time or whatever. Big game. Oh. Big game records. Wow, it sold 10 million copies in three days? Yeah, bitch. Oh and you're like, you play this, is your game. It's like, um, excuse me, the world is playing it. It looks too stressful. Every time I watch Josh play it, I'm like, I can't do this. Everyone is fusing boards together. It's crazy that I'm in my woodworking <laughs> era in real life, but I'm also in my woodworking and era in Zelda. in Zelda. In Brooklyn and Hyrule, you're working with wood. <laughs> it's actually crazy that that's true. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, anyways, I answered your question. That's fine. And Bobby's not playing Zelda. I just want to be part of the conversation. He doesn't care. I told you, I, I'm too busy playing this, like, real-life yeah. Titanic Unreal <laughs> Engine demo on PC. That's not a game. PC. You're just That's like, you, you walking, walking around the, the halls Titanic. of Titanic is not a game. I'll twitch it. I'll twitch stream wait, it for should. the patrons. Just wait, me walking really... around the Titanic. Wait, Bobby, you literally... I should. How are you not doing that as like a performance piece that's like a play should i walk through titanic and perform the movie titanic no i think you should literally just monologue yourself walking through the halls of titanic like live on a twitch stream and that is the like that's the piece do that i think i can do that i don't think you need to say the movie you can quote the movie you can talk about the movie but i don't think i think you just need to let it flow I was walking through the smoking area and I saw the <laughs> mantle where Mr. Andrews yes. looks at his clock. Okay, and he's save like, it for oh. the performance. Save it for the performance. Oh my god! And I was like, I was like, oh, that's where Mr. Andrews was. Just make sure that you um uh, record it because I think people are gonna want to watch that on delay. <laughs> okay, we're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly, Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns. Keep calling in at six one nine Who Them. Thank you to KT and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, commentary tracks, newsletter, and more. You can also get the audio only. That's the audio only in the Apple Podcasts app by clicking subscribe. And everything just comes through one feed, which is really fun. We'll see you on Tuesday. It's so much fun. Have a great weekend. I know I will. Bye. See ya. At the reception, the guests dined family style on salads, vegetables. Hi, guys. Um, so you guys keep referencing the, the mummy sound. Which every, time, every time you play, every time I think about the mummy sound, I just lose my mind. It's just the funniest thing ever. But um, I was randomly... I don't even want to explain why or even know why, but I was on the Wikipedia page where it, like, it has all the different vowels from the international phonetic alphabet, and you can listen to all the sounds. And, I don't know, but some of these sounds were kind of giving mommy. Like, just, just so we can hear this. Uh, 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 <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny. Um, uh, sorry about that. Um. Promising young, promising young woman, woman. Uh, love you guys. Crunch, crunch, bye. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, long time, long time. I wanted to call because I have a Who Weekly drug story that I want to share. 
a couple summers ago, I took acid for the first and only time, and I had a really bad time. And at 1 a.m., I was still really high, and I went outside to sit on my porch because my room was really hot. It was the summer. And this stray cat walked up onto her porch, and right as the cat approached me, I somehow was, like, fiddling on my phone, and I pressed play on Spotify, and your guys' voices came out of what I thought was the cat. (laughs) And I was so freaked out. I was like, how is this cat, Lindsay and Bobby? (laughs) But, of course, it wasn't. It was just my phone. Um, But, anyway, I wanted to let you guys know you were a highlight of my very memorable experience. Okay. Crunch, crunch. Love you. Hey, BLT. Had to pause the pod. Um, unfortunately, me and my hooligan roommate are obsessed with that 911 show, and there's a lot of good shit that happens. Angela Bassett's husband comes out in the first episode, and one of the main characters is a black lesbian who's raising her ex's kid with her new wife. We haven't watched Lone Star yet, but I saw the reason they won the God Award is because they had the first gay black trans man as a series regular on television. So, you know, Ryan Murphy is extremely cursed, but he's going to give us some gay shit. Uh, along with the landslides and the, like, bouncy castles falling down the Hollywood Hills. So, anyways, love y'all. Crunch, crunch. Um, Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Hi. First-time caller. First-time listener. My girlfriend listens. I don't. But she loves Who Weekly, so I know a lot about it just because she loves it. And we were at the airport recently, and by recently I mean, like, last week. And she was like, Oh, Lindsay Bobby were talking about gate checking bags and Bobby loves gate checking bags and Lindsay doesn't. And like obviously we're team Lindsay. And then this past weekend we took a flight and I had to gate check my bag both ways. And it was an awful experience and I'm just calling to say that Bobby, you are wrong. Okay. Crunch crunch. Okay, thanks. Bye.